I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Well, all right. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk physical security. And what I'm talking about is you have some kind of bug out location. Maybe you set up a compound. Maybe the apocalypse happens and you and five of your buddies are stuck in your apartment and you're finding a way to secure it. This is the podcast for you. So pull up a chair, grab a beer, get comfortable, and so it begins. When I started researching this topic, um, actually uh, our buddy over at the uh, Kilo 23 group sent me a, a bunch of army training manuals and so one of the ones that, you know, kind of caught my eye this week was uh, physical security. So basically, the Army has a manual, and I kind of went through it, and they talk about, you know, aggressors, when they're coming to come after you, they actually they, they have a, a bunch of different tactics they use, but they all seem to fall into, like, a couple of categories. Um, I think they give a list of about 10 here and I kind of wanted to go through them and, you know, and see if you guys, you know, any of them strike your fancy and, and something you might want to think about. So one is like a moving vehicle bomb. Um, that's like when an aggressor drives an explosive truck into your thing and, and detonates it. You know, we've seen that a lot with ISIS and, Mm -hmm. and all that crazy stuff now. Um, where they're just trying to destroy and kill as many people as possible. Usually it's a suicide attack. I mean, obviously, if somebody's driving in their vehicle with explosives, it is a suicide attack. But when I say usually, I mean, it could be the guy who rigs up the remote control car or, you know, sticks his dagger through the gas pedal. Right. And says, take that! Or, you know, the cinder block in the old movies. Uh-huh. They used to always put the cinder block on the gas pedal. Yeah, and it always fooled the bad guys. Always. They're shooting, no, we're going to get that guy! Mm-hmm. And, uh... He wasn't even in there. 
wasn't even in there. All right. So, so well, I mean, physics, physical security. Um, basically, it's when you're you're defending your your property, the outbuildings, personnel, uh, hardware, software, anything that can be physically damaged, and it's not necessarily uh, enemy attackers. That also includes like floods, fires, that sort of thing too. So it's a basic overall of um, of threats to your compound, wherever it may be. All right. So, I mean, you have to think uh, uh, as far as like a, a broad range of things, you know, securing well, the perimeter, securing the gates, all those sorts of things. Uh, what do you want to start off with here? Well, I was going to give you a bunch of scenarios. All right, let's let's do those. All right. And then, Sorry I interrupted and you. You did kind of get in the way of my flow there a little mm. bit. I think everyone everyone's a little upset right now. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a deep breath and reset. And we're going to go through and let Chuck handle things the right way. And all realize that Kevin needs to, you know, know his place over there and understand how this is going to work. So now that that's... I, all I can do is dick and fart jokes. I know, <laughs> I know my place now. Thank you and, for correcting and me. And with that, and with that, um, stationary vehicle bombs... That would be, you know, covertly parks an explosive-laden car nearby. Oh, you don't see me here. And then, boom! <laughs> you get it. Um, an exterior attack. Now, that's... Uh, that's like when you're in prison? How's that? What's um, the exterior attack? Well, it basically, they use weapons like rocks and clubs and, you know, improvised shit hand grenades, whatever, and, oh, yeah. And then they basically try and damage shit, you know, throw rocks over the wall and that kind of thing. All right. You know, like they do to U.S. embassies all over the world? Right. Right, we talked about that. Um, ballistics, that's where they're firing small arms mm-hmm. and shooting at you. That's that's like what you think of as the full-on, you know, assault, right? Mm-hmm. Um, forced entry, right? Forcibly enters. Uh, entry tools might be involved, possibly also explosives. Um, they create a man passable opening and move in. A covert entry. This is when the hot chicks, like, oh, I'm just here to satisfy the boys. Right, honey pot. Honey pot, you know, and you're like, oh, well, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Our guys like the ladies. Send her on in. Yeah, I then... know that I'm ugly enough that if an attractive woman ever comes up to me and starts aggressively hitting on me, there's I something know going some, on. Something's up. All right. So you got to watch out for that. Um, insider compromise. Ah, uh, traitors. A traitor. So you got to watch out for those. Um, hopefully that's not the case, but, you know, maybe. Your prepper group's been training together for five years. Then the world falls apart. And then some guy named Lefty Joe shows up. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing a red t-shirt with, like, Che on it. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, guys, I like the Second Amendment. Let's hang out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, cool. That That's the kind of thing they're talking about there. Um, I'll let you take your imagination wherever. <laughs> Now there's Lefty also Joe, that son of a bitch. Like Kevin was expanding, it's not even always just an attack. Um, like visual surveillance. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, there's drones. There's all kinds of things in the world uh, these days you got to worry about. Somebody with binoculars, cameras, whatever, looking from a distance. You know, like when they say, oh, you're going to go, you know, try and overtake that enemy compound. And you go and you lay in wait and you watch for their, like, patrol rotations. Right. When they who's do their coming, changeovers. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on? This is that kind of thing where they're laying in the woods and they're taking notes. Kevin's got his sketch pad in there. Mm-hmm. He's drawing pictures. Chuck's beard looks like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. I know what's up. Um, Acoustic eavesdropping. Um, that's, you know, listening devices, that awesome, like, little big cylinder, looks like the old school, uh, uh, satellite dishes. Do they still use those? And it has the little laser in the uh-huh. gun, and you got the headphones on, and you right. point it at Kevin's mouth, and you're like... I don't think that, that... No? I think they're past that now. They're, they're past that? Okay. That, that's what came to mind. All right. Um, they also say, like, electronic eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. So we could say your physical insecurity might involve you sending out text messages, emails. Mm-hmm. That's um, what Lefty Joe does. Lefty Joe. He comes Joe. with his smartphone. Smartphone. And he's snapping pictures. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah. <coughs> and next stand, thing you know. Stand in front of the 50 cal. Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that'd be a great picture. Right. Next thing you know, I got, I'm got i on like some girlfriend revenge website oh, making no. pictures of myself. It's not it's good. not going to end well. So, um, mail bombs. We hear about those in Texas. Supplies bombs. What, well, is, a, what is a supply bomb? They say the aggressor conceals bombs in various containers and then delivers them to your supply materials manager. Okay. <clears throat> um, like a loading dock, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the last but not least, they say... Airborne contamination. Oh, and waterborne contamination. All right. All right there now, you go. waterborne is, yeah, when you throw the dead body in the well. Right. That was the old school, you know, hey, you mm-hmm. guys want dead the plague? Sheep and all the, yep. And you're all drinking the water and you're like, does it taste a little off today? Does this taste a little like dysentery? Here <laughs> you taste it. Tell me what all you right. think. Well, how do you defend yourself against all these, uh, all these outside oh, threats. That, if that's what we were supposed if to you, do? Yeah, if you've got a compound, you've got your outbuildings, you've got your uh, personnel, uh, family members that you're trying to protect are there with you, yep. uh, kids and all your thing. Um, you know, obviously the first line of defense is a basic perimeter. You know, what what is your perimeter? At least have it marked out. You know, where are your borders? Um, you also have to think of line of sight. You know, if you've got a thousand yards in every direction cleared of trees then uh, you're going to spot somebody coming, but they're also going to be able to watch you, you know? So it's it's uh, there's always trade-offs with this sort of situation. It depends on terrain. It depends on climate. depends on a lot of these types of things. Uh, but the main thing you want to focus on is having a secured entry point. All right. You know, how do the vehicles and people generally move into the property? You might have to have somebody there uh, to, ta- to challenge them, you know? Somebody yep. that can, uh, in, a, in a defensible area. A gate guard, if you Gate will. guard, there you go. Um, you know, if you can keep people from just wandering in, that's the first step, right? 
people just uh, wandering onto your property without any sort of uh, impediment. Now, ideally, like a lot of the prepper books that I read, like the things they'll do is they'll have some kind of vantage, you know, security check posts, you know, where they have like a little tower or a hill or mm-hmm. somewhere where they're going to have some distance and it's their job to hang out with the binoculars, see bad guys coming. Right. And then, and then, uh, you know, react to that, right? Communications right. So, or. Like, a lot of times the reaction, a lot of people like, like spider holes, that kind of thing. Right. Um. So you set them up. But you may not have to have six people hanging out in a spider hole all day. Mm-hmm. You have your guy at the tower who's like, you know what? I can see about a mile out. People are, you know, walking this way. Right. There's a bunch of refugee types with shopping carts mm-hmm. and they're heading towards the compound. And if all of a sudden six guys pop up all around you all with guns out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, unless got they got the a lot hand of hand grenades can... to roll out, yep. you're going to, you know, they're going to have a problem. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we'll call that a, a quick reaction force, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a group of people that are specifically the ones that are, you know, best, best uh, trained with, uh, with whatever fire team kind right. of thing. Exactly. Somebody that can be notified and short notice be prepared to uh, challenge anybody that's coming. Now... Another good way is is by having proper walls and roofs in your compound. Right. And what I mean by that is, um, like, in new construction, you can have, like, reinforced masonry. masonry sorry. Right. Or, you know, concrete walls, uh, reinforce the roof, that kind of stuff. But you can even go through your existing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe put some shutters up. Maybe, you know, some hardened front door, new hinges. Right. You know, one thing I think a lot of people overlook is is actual shutters. You yeah. know, they're they're um, decorative now. All shutters, you know. Yeah. But it isn't too uh, too difficult, though it might not look attractive, to have just a, a solid piece of uh, you know maple maple uh, plywood. Right. You know, something something that you can swing shut when a storm comes through, or well, you know when somebody's firing small arms at your house. You know, something to just close things up a little bit, tighten it up. Right. Also, like with a front door, if you're setting up your location, if you have like the double door, like a foyer mm-hmm. kind of thing, that's a great, you know, option. But I mean, if you're going to plan that out, you may as well plan out a beefy door and then you don't have right. to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely detection elements are key. And that's, you know, having the tower where people are looking. And, you know, this may be a bunker built into the side of a hill, you know, it, it depends on your location and your scenario, you right. know? I mean, obviously, you don't want, like, hey, here's the big guard tower. Pick mm-hmm. me off from, you know, right. 300 yards out because you see me standing there with my binoculars and my mm-hmm. red hat on. That's maybe, you know, well, you know it's like a Make America Great Again hat, you know? Oh, the the MAGA hat? Yeah, yeah. is that what that's called? Right. And okay. people throw sodas at you? Yeah. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, your general design of your layout. Um, basically, you want to provide yourself with defensible positions. You know, if you can make solid walls around your property. Yeah, they call that they call that prepper feng shui. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just made that up. Then nobody called nobody it that. called it that. <laughs> Oh, because I was going to see if the wife might want to, you know, go into business, mm-hmm. set something up there. 
Um, there's a lot of levels of protection. Um, like, so I guess basically with this is like your different ballistic types, you know, the requirements of what it takes to stop certain things. Right. Um, so I can go through some of these, just give you an idea. I don't expect you to remember these numbers, but like, so somebody comes up with like a 38 special, right? Mm -hmm. Two inches of reinforced concrete. That's what right. you're looking at. I don't think anything's made of two inches reinforced concrete. No? No. Nope. Nine millimeter, two and a half inches is going to stop it. Mm-hmm. 7.62, um, four inches. All right. And obviously that's going to cover your 5.56 five, as well because that's bigger. You know, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the 38 special, four inches of brick, like clay bricks. Okay. Um, nine millimeter, same thing will stop it. Six inches for five five six, eight inches for seven six two. Um, steel plate, now like mild steel plate, so the normal stuff you buy. Quarter inch will do the thirty eight special. Five sixteenths will do nine millimeter. Nine sixteenths will do five five six, and almost a full inch if you want to stop seven six two. All right, so you want to have uh. More than uh, more than plywood and drywall between you and the outside, if That's you can, what it if you can do like. it. Sounds like yep. your little bit of insulation and drywall is not really stopping it. And no, forget and it when the guy shows up with they call it a tactical. When they show up with the truck with the fifty cow in the back, yeah, then you're just out of luck. Y- yeah, no. All right, well, all right. Let's uh, let's do a quick uh, talk about searching a car. You all got right. a car coming onto the property. All right. Now, is this like at our checkpoint or what's happening? This is at our checkpoint. This is somebody that may or may not be friendly. You want to verify that they're safe before they come in. All right. And he's like, hey, I have two cases of Gatorade in the back, Mm -hmm. and I think we might be able to work out a deal. All right. Well, let's let's take a look at things here. First thing that you're going to need for searching a car is you want want some, uh, some sturdy gloves, flashlight, and a mirror. Okay. Um... You start with the uh, the co- compartments in the car, the glove box, the side uh, doors, the um, center console. Uh, you're going to use your flashlight, your mirror. You're going to want to look up underneath things. Okay. You know, go inside the glove box, looking up at the top of the glove box. Use your mirror. Use your flashlight. The corners of the car. Uh, then work your way to the seats. Work through the seats with your gloves in, you know, tucked in all in the sides in the back there. Yeah. Um. Work your way, then uh, work on the trunk. Go through the trunk, same thing, take out the tire, take out the jack, anything that's in there, clear it out, go through everything. Uh, You're going to want to search the floor, uh, take out the mats, any loose carpeting that's sticking up, pull it up, see what's underneath there. I Um, feel like I'd just shoot the guy like this sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Take the Gatorade. Take the Gatorade. Yeah. Be like, dude, fuck, you know. All right, and then, uh, then just do a uh, search underneath the car, uh, you know, with your mirror. Get under there. Take a look around with the flashlight. Make sure everything's where it's supposed to be. If you don't know what the bottom of a car looks like to begin with, you're the wrong person to be searching the car anyway. So, oh. so just uh, you know, a conscientious, quick run through of of the basics there. You can you can really get a good idea of what's in the vehicle okay. by spending you know five or ten minutes going through it. What about guard dogs? I mean, I know they're able to, like, sense things a little bit out there. 
You know, when the truck's coming around the turn and your dog starts growling, mm-hmm. gets a little excited, what can we do to have the better guard dog? Yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, one thing that, whatever the reason is, the deterrent, people just don't like mean dogs. You I know, don't like mean dogs. Nobody likes them, you know? I went to somebody's house the other night. Uh, yeah. And they're like, oh, do you like dogs? And I kind of hesitate, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she, well, I can tell you don't like them. Yeah. And you know what it is? I don't like dog owners. People that your dog's going to come over and sniff my balls and freaking, you know, ram his head into me over and over again and jump up and put his claws in my belly. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. If your dog's cool and it's going to come I don't over like and your be like, shitty hey, dog. you want to rub my head? We could hang out and be friends. Then that's great. Or if your dog's like Lassie mm-hmm. or freaking Rin Tin Tin, that dog was awesome. Right. Saving the day. All the time. Mm-hmm. So, all right, what do you got? How are we going to turn our dog right. well, in? Well, first thing you need to do is socialize your dog with people. Make them comfortable with people. Okay. Um, you're going to want to do, like, some training classes. You know, you're not Caesar Milan. If you are, then you don't need my help, you know? Um, really? Because he makes good guard dogs? Is I don't. I, well, you want to have your dog obeying you. Oh, You want to have your dog behave he itself. He does get the dog listen. to obey. Yeah. So that is, all right. All right. So you want to be able to teach your dog to stop barking on command. Now, I've got two dogs. One's stupid as fuck, and I can't teach it anything. I can't teach it a damn thing. But the other dog, he's, he's pretty good on it. You also want to have them bark when strangers are approaching. Um, that's, that's really, you know, one of the main reasons to have a dog is to alert you that something's up. Yes. You know, give you a heads up. Um, let's see, uh, do a, do a, a daily walk of the perimeter with your dog on a leash. I like You know, that. you want to, the main thing is you want to be in control of your dog, not the other way around. Dog doesn't boss you around. You boss the dog, man. Um. Have people you don't know approach the house or try okay. and push their way in through the door, just to have How the are we gonna get just to have him that aware. If we don't know that. No stranger to the dog. Oh, stranger oh, okay. to the dog. And finally, you can feed the dog gunpowder to make it extra meat. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. a good rule. I don't know how it works. I thought it was you wanted him to get the taste it. of like human blood. Yeah, there you go. Feed one of your kids to him, and then, and then the feed him the gunpowder, and the you've in- got a dog. You've got a mean dog right there. The insatiable urge, uh-huh. you know. All right. You got a. You got a man eater. A man eater. Mm-hmm. I like it. No, that's that's what we're talking about. You know, different things, different ways of stepping up your abilities. Stepping up. What else you got on that list? Uh, that's it for for uh, perimeter security here. Um, what else you got there? Uh, you were talking about electronic, uh, warfare. Yes. Uh, so you want to talk about that? Basically, um, you know, we're talking about the end of the world. Yes. Uh, so, you know, maybe you need to think about, uh, code words for radios. A lot of the radios, a lot of the, the walkie talkies and the CBs that, that we have, um, you know, somebody could tune into the same channel. Right now, and, and that's, listen, listen into what what's going on inside. That's a cool thing where that ham radio license we told you guys about might come in handy, because now all of a sudden, you have a whole lot more channels open to you that your average Joe with his Walmart walkie-talkies mm-hmm. might not have access to. Right. 
Um, that's going to be a big thing, especially if it's something like an EMP, uh-huh. something like that, where they have, you know, limited access to good gear. Whereas if you stored a bunch of your, you know, high-end radios, you might be ready for this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we've touched in the past, but it's always worth saying, is the drive up to your compound. Um, making it so that somebody can't, you know, like I, I mentioned, um, just run their vehicle right through the gate and right. come right in. Um, you need to set up barriers. Mm-hmm. And they got to be substantial. Right. Um I think way back we talked about, uh, and this is way back in one of the first episodes, about how uh, outside the U.S. embassies, you know, they have the big potted plants or or giant, you know, concrete barriers. Right. And they look like nice, friendly plants, but really it's, hey, you're not going to drive your car through here. Right. Because we don't go for that crap, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And that's something you might want for your compound. Now, you're like, well, Chuck, you know, that's cool, but... You know, after the grocery stores don't have anything, I'm not exactly going to go to the store and buy the 800-pound freaking, uh, you know, pot to put right. in my driveway. No, but do you have two-foot-thick trees? Mm-hmm. Might be able to just cut it down and let it fall right in place? Right. Um, I, I mean, I do. I could stagger my driveway right up, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and if not, maybe a little effort. You know, maybe you have that junk car. Maybe you park your freaking lawnmower in the way. I don't know. Right. You know, these are the kind of things, though, that you might want to think about beforehand. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe getting a chainsaw. Maybe having a good quality axe. Right. I, I know I can't stress that enough. I know. You're, you're big on the axes there. I do like a good axe. But, you know, the tools, man. It's all about the tools. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Putting that out there. Just putting it out there, man. It's about having having the stuff. Now, you heard some interesting things in the news this week. Is that what yeah, you were big, telling Yeah, uh, big Second Amendment victory. Oh. Uh, Second Amendment Foundation, um, uh, Department in, in, of Justice and the Second Amendment Foundation reached a settlement in the, uh, the Second Amendment Foundation lawsuit uh, of defense distributed and Cody Wilson. Um it's over free speech in regards that uh, he was he was drawing up 3D plans okay. for firearms, how to build them, how to construct them, and distributing distributing them. Um, let's see. Uh, let me go uh, part of the ruling here. The government expressly acknowledges that that non non automatic firearms, oops, excuse me, up to 50 caliber, including modern uh, semi automatic. Uh, sporting rifles, uh, such as the popular AR-15 and that similar firearms, are not inherently military. Oh. So what they're trying to prosecute him with was an old uh, Cold War um, weapons uh, information distribution. All right. Uh, they're trying to hit him up with um, with with uh, a law basically saying that he was uh, expressly um, enabling foreign governments to to uh, access military information. But uh, the AR-15 and every semi-automatic weapon up until the 50 caliber is not a military weapon, according to that. So when they say military-grade weapons, they're probably not right. Whenever they're talking about it on the news, you know know, all those... uh, Nancy Pelosi or... Yep, all those clowns get talking. 
Uh, it's also a major uh, freedom of speech win, in the sense that, um, in the sense that knowing how to manufacture and operate guns, um, it's not a crime. It's not a crime, you know. Uh, contributing information and that sort of stuff. So, uh, if you were to have a podcast and you would talk about like making, I don't know, pipe bombs or or, or uh, ghost guns, ghost guns, that right. wouldn't be wrong. No, would not be. It's all right. All right. Legally, we're we're safe for now. Yeah, but you're going to be on the list. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about in the news is uh, fake Melania Trump. Really? Do Tell you know anything more. about this? Was she wearing a coat that said something like "I don't care"? Or something no, like it was no. this is this is a, apparently there's a there's somebody that looks just like Melania Trump, but her jawline is a little off and her nose is a little off. And she's bearing, wearing sunglasses and standing next to the president and actually and holding s- his hand. What? Yeah. So I don't know what the word is. I don't. I think the real Melania Trump doesn't like no, holding his hand. So if maybe you're it's, gonna uh, have well the little hands, right? <laughs> they just slide right out. If, if you're gonna have the secret girlfriend, is she gonna look exactly like your girlfriend? Well, though? that's the real question, right? Is it like a Melania three way, or is it is it the same Melania? Maybe maybe it's uh, just a stand in that uh you know that she's uh she doesn't look as good naked as the as the real Melania, but. I feel like any time you discuss or mention anything about Trump, positive or negative, we lose like 10 listeners. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, fuck him. All right. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. I don't particularly care for Donald Trump. Chuck Chuck is a little bit of a fan. But uh, I think... A little think... bit. I just like some shit is finally getting done. I like having reasonably conservative people on the uh, Supreme Court as opposed to uh, Hillary Clinton picking my Supreme Court justices. Right, right. I'm just saying that might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the thing is with the with the, the the Supreme Court is it's not, it's supposed to be apolitical, and it hasn't been for a long time. They're just supposed to be people that interpret the law, right? I, I've so, heard that. These all these uh, decisions that they come out with should be nine to zero, but they're always split five to four. I, I never understand that. Are mm-hmm. they all reading the same documents? Right. They they all should be just talking about specifically what is legal and what isn't legal, and not what they morally think right. is right. Not what they think is right. But so it shouldn't really matter who's on the Supreme Court, but somehow it does. Somehow we got to fight about every single one instead of just uh, finding somebody that. That's you knowledgeable. Know, what we need is the perfect Supreme Court justice. I have to point out, we once had a perfect Supreme Court justice. And you're saying, well, how can you, you say that, Chuck? Well, I would tell you, you remember Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Right. 96 senators said, yes, mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. And who uh, who brought her in? Fuck Wasn't that Clinton? It was like like five hundred years ago. I yeah, think. yeah, they're all about it. Eight hundred years old. Eight hundred years old. Uh huh. But I'm just amazed. Like somebody could be as you know polarizing as that. Right. And well, what about uh, what about like a, a robot? Mm. Here's the idea: we get the new, we get the new fembot Melania. Fembot Melania, got it. Put her on the Supreme Court. She just goes through all the old cases, categorizes everything comes out with a perfect verdict every time. Perfect verdict. 
Fem bought Melania the, for the Constitution and yeah. maybe the Bill of Rights. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, everything's know. based on everything else, and it's it's all about uh, uh, rulings before and and what does uh, I believe a well-regulated militia mean? Precedent. There you go. So yeah, so I'm I'm voting for uh, what's the, what's the new Fem guy bot? that he's putting in? Yeah. Oh, I don't even. I can't remember his name, but uh, I'm yeah, I'm with uh, Fembot, Fembot Melania, the new that's the new your, one, your version, the new right. one that's that's tramping around Europe with, with uh, Donald Trump, with sunglasses. Yes. All right. So I mean, you know, you guys realize we bring a lot of good information. to You guys, we're looking out for you. Mm-hmm. Now we uh, we did get a little bit of uh, info on John Twelve Hawks. We were talking about him last yes. week. Trying to find out his his true you know, identity. Kevin's offer still stands. Mm-hmm. He is willing to produce a Zog Jungle Primitive. May or may not be used. We're not sure. And it will have his signature on it. He might even get one of those Sharpie markers that are like kind of silvery. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of fun. Well, you know, I'll probably sign it in blood from when I accidentally cut myself playing with it before I send it out to you. All right. But, um... So, we did have some... We did have some headway. Okay. Um... What happened? Well, was it... Was it, uh, Tristan? Jesse. Jesse. Jesse sent us a a picture. Not necessarily confirmed, but uh, it seems like it very may well fit the description... Uh, and uh, the location that John Twelve Hawks was at the time. Uh, physical description, right age, right uh, gender. And we're not going to disclose this picture because we want to protect the innocent. Right. That's we right. may not even disclose the name if we get the proper name. Yeah. Because I feel like we're, we would be betraying a sacred trust. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been trying to figure out what this guy's name is for about five years though. So. So good luck. Yeah. But if you guys. Uh, so Jesse said, "Hot on the trail." Mm-hmm. He's he's looking, and we'll see where that takes us. So, um, if you want to uh, send us your uh, John Twelve Hawks uh, pictures, you can send it over to uh, preppingbadass at gmail dot com. Sounds right. You can also, uh, you know, hit us up with uh, any other info you got. Um, what else? So we. I know we mentioned we got those cool survival pucks from PFA Supply. Right, right. Um, I did put up a video with one. You might want to check it out on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say with that, I was talking to our uh, producer, Ethan, there. And he tells me that if you guys use the code BADASS at checkout. Mm-hmm. Now, this has not been confirmed by me. All right. But he says that we get free shipping. Okay. So 13 bucks and free shipping. And that thing was just full of all kinds of good crap. All right. All right. So I'm saying that might be something you might want to check into. So pfasupply.com. Also, we got the coolest thing I haven't even shown you yet, Kevin. Oh, I don't even know about this? Tack Pack sent us two packages in the mail. Really? With some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Now it is straight AR-15 cool shit. And they did outdo themselves as promised. Um, I put up a little video, I think, showing that too. Mm-hmm. So you can check out what we got there. But here's the cool thing. Because there's two, I am actually secretly considering 
that we might do a little giveaway again. Oh, yeah? There might be a giveaway. And this is a pretty substantial item. I believe they said $206 value. All right. All so right. you might even just like go so sell what do it we on gotta eBay do to get after it? you win. Yeah. What do I got to do well, to get it? here's the thing. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to actually implement this item into my AR-15. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a before and after video. Now some certain armorer tools are coming in the mail to be able to put this all together. Okay. But I'm going to do a before and after. Then when you guys see how badass it is, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, mm -hmm. you will be entered to win. All right. That's what I think. So starting now, on, what, August I think, 11th? I think when you I guys mean, uh, listen to this, mm -hmm. um, so July whatever day. July 14th. 14th. Is it 14th? Sure. 14th? I don't know. Yeah, 14th sounds right. So anyone who subscribes to our YouTube channel from July 14th until whenever we get around to giving this thing away, will be in the running. All right. Now, don't worry. We're not forgetting about those of you who we already, you know, have been loving us from way back. That's all good. We're going to come up with other things. But new YouTube subscribers to the channel will be entered to win this thing, and we will uh, see if we can't work out a pretty awesome giveaway. And honestly, you really should check out Tac Pack because I'm telling you, for 49 bucks, there's some, like, extreme value here. So, I mean, you know, whatever. If you're into guns and cool shit, plus, you know, if you use that code BADASS, they're going to hook you up with a gun cleaning mat. You know that's going to help when all those little springs and crap's shooting all over the room. It's nice to have it just laid out and organized. So, I don't know. That's it. That's what I got to report to you guys today. Um... Kevin, anything else? That's all I got. All right. So with that, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm -hmm.